This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's Friday, February 26th. I'm Rudy. Who's ready for a long walk to Cleveland? Ah, there it is, man. End of the week. Woo! Why did my voice go way up there? End of the week. Yeah. All right. What's going on? I'm Rudy Povich. Uh, it is. It is uh, Friday. Uh, and in just a moment, we're going to bring on our first interview for a long walk to Cleveland. Uh, we're going to be talking to somebody who I'm such a novice when it comes to the OnlyFans. Everybody has been talking about it. People are jumping onto this thing. I know everybody thinks it's a, it's a playground for sexy time. But uh, apparently not so much. I mean, the person we're going to talk to definitely sits in the realm of, um, you know, the sexy time, but uh, maybe not as mm, risque as you might think. But uh, we'll get into all that in just a second. I want to talk about last night for just a moment. So uh, last night, uh, Thursday night, uh, made some dinner with the, with my daughter. My daughter's mom came, picked her up. They left. Uh, I ran down to a, uh, a local open mic here in Minneapolis. Um, I got uh, I got a few jokes that uh, need to be worked out and reworked. Man, I walked in last night, and I I don't know if it's just the sadness that sometimes comes with you know these late night open mics. But man, it was quiet. Everyone was in a terrible mood. And I could tell, it doesn't matter what you do tonight, you're not getting laughs. And for some reason, I don't know what it is. I, I don't like going out somewhere. And it's fine if you're going to be in a room with a bunch of other comics because most of us are all miserable. But to just sit and throw out jokes and to have like a small chuckle, I would much rather bomb in front of a real audience <laughs> than get you know small chuckles from... Uh, from people that are in the same room. Because most people that are, you know, comedians or writers, they sit back and they watch, and that's all they do is they go, that guy sucks, I'm better than that guy. That girl is not talented, I should be up there, not you. There is one, there is something that happened the other night, though, at a uh, at a show, and it, I don't know, for whatever reason, it, it bumped me. And I wasn't performing on the show, I was just there watching, and there was a table of comics sitting next to me, and... Some of the guys were new. Some of the guys had kind of been around for the last, you know, maybe year or two. And one of them had said, you know, I've never done this room. How many times, you know, do you guys come here a lot? Is this your main room? Like, are you guys, you know, are are you guys paid to be here? Like, what's your deal? And uh, one of the guys had said, yeah, I get up probably once every other week and work out some material. One of the dudes goes, well, is this... You know, is this your thing? Like, you know, are you, do you plan on taking this somewhere? And the guy goes, no, I'm just basically here just to like, you know, just get on stage like once every two weeks. And I thought, dude, why are you eating up five minutes of time from people that really want to be here? We're all trying to pound out new material. We all got shows coming up on the horizon that we need to get prepared for. If you're not in this to really do this, you got to step aside, man. Do this at home on Zoom for your family. Do it for your coworkers. Don't take up time for the rest of us who are super dedicated to this craft, who write every day, who are coming here, who are 
Christ, man, I, I wake up at 3.30 every morning. First off, to do work for other comedians, and then secondly, to get my own crap done, and then thirdly, to get to work on time so I can get here to the studios. So for me to go out and do, uh, you know, five minutes on a Thursday night, I'm leaving the house at 7 o'clock, I'm signing up, I'm sitting around for 45 minutes until the show starts, I might not even go up until 9.30, just to get that five minutes, and then I got to turn my ass around, come home, and get maybe five hours of sleep, dude. If you're going to take up that time early in the set, excuse me, early in the show, if you're going to take up that five minutes, and I get bumped to the end, and you have absolutely no intentions on ever doing anything professional with this business, get out of the way, dude. Some of us are really working our asses off on this constantly developing content our brains that's all we do all day is think about how we can get better at this how this joke can be reworked how can this video the next time we shoot it how can it get better how can we bring more elements to the podcast that's what our brain is doing if you are at work on a on a thursday and you're scribbling down some notes and you just want to go up and tell a couple of funnies in front of the crowd dude there are other crowds to go and do this for now uh the crowd that we were at is a bigger room here in minneapolis and there's a lot of people that come through there. Take it to another open mic that is, you know, go to Hudson, Wisconsin, my man. There's, a pl- there's plenty of people in a bar that would love to not laugh at your material. Go do that. Don't take up our time here. I don't know why that guy just, oh, he just miffed me so bad. And I thought, dude, get out of the way. All right, that's enough. <laughs> it's Friday. I don't want to go into this thing uh, already, you know, um, I don't want to go into the weekend all, you know, blood pressure super high and already pissed off and wanting to have a drink. No, no, no. So after I left there last night, uh, I just thought, you know what? By the time I got on stage, it was going to be super late. It was going to be almost 10. And I'm like, it's been such a rough week already with sleep. I'm just going to head home. So I went home, poured a glass of wine, and I started, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, Pan's Labyrinth. Apparently, phenomenal movie. Guillermo uh, del Toro, the same guy who did uh, The Shape of Water. Um, I, I think this was 2013 when this came out. I'd have to look it up. 2013, 2003. I know there was a three in there somewhere. But apparently, amazing film. And I thought, all right, finally going to sit down. I'm going to watch this thing. I got nine minutes into it. I was on my second glass of wine. The whole movie is in subtitles, and my brain just went, can't do it, dude. You got to bail out right now. Don't get too far into this. You want to watch this movie and you want to give it its due and you want to give it your 100% attention and you're not going to be able to do that when it's already quarter to nine. You got two glasses of wine and you, you got to be able to pay attention, especially with subtitles. And I just thought, ah, hell with it. And I just put on Letterkenny, baby. Woo! 30 minutes of Letterkenny. Why is it that Canadian... How did Canadian comedies get so goddamn good? Like, out of nowhere. They've gotten so good. Trailer Park Boys was like, you know, that sort of... That first show that really people kind of like swung their head and went, oh, man, what do we got going on here? SCTV was fine. I get that there's like people who are old school that are like, oh, the Red Green show was so iconic. It was fine. It was okay. But I don't know, man, what they are cranking out right now between Schitt's Creek and between Letterkenny, keep them coming, man. Seriously, keep them coming. Vancouver is like that next spot for, for film. I, th- I think it's kind of already there. I think it's kind of more already Canada's Los Angeles or Atlanta. So, I don't know. Keep them coming. If you're not watching Letterkenny, get on board. I started it like, I don't know, about a month ago. I thought, well, there must be two, three seasons. Oh, no, there are nine, my man. 
and each episode gets better than the next. Somebody had said, wait until the second season when they, it really takes off and it finds itself. And they weren't kidding. I don't want to give anything away about it because, uh, you know, I don't know. There's enough stuff on the internet. Plus, if you if you just want if you want to like dip your feet into that pool that is Letterkenny and you haven't yet, go to uh, Instagram and follow an account called No Con- uh, No Context Letterkenny, and it just gives a screenshot of the show and then what that person said in that scene. And you don't even need to know what is going on with these people. Just reading that one still image. You'll get hooked. I'm telling you. It's where it's at. Check it out. Letter Kenny. All right. Uh, moving on. So I did say that we are going to talk about uh, OnlyFans, which is uh, a platform on your phone. There are celebrities. There are common folk, people that work in accounting firms. Everybody's getting a page, and then people are subscribing to them to pay them to do things that they would like for them to do. You know? A girl used to be on a Disney, a Disney show back in the day. You want to pay her to dress up like Minnie Mouse and throw haymakers, you know, at a guy dressed up in a Mickey Mouse suit? Dude, you can pay for that. That's totally cool. I don't know if you got some sort of, like, weird Disney <laughs> MMA fetish, but it's a possibility, you know. Um, I don't subscribe. I don't go on. I get that there's more. The one thing about, like, you know, uh, the stuff you can watch on the Internet, it feels like... There is sort of a wall in between it, you know, and we're slowly but surely breaking down that wall. I mean, imagine just like if you're at home and you're watching a video and you got the lights down low in the bedroom and uh, all of a sudden, you know, the girl in the video turns her eyes and looks directly at you and speaks directly to you. I mean, wouldn't that sort of heighten the experience? And I think that's what we're going with with this OnlyFans. And joining me, Lola26, who is on OnlyFans. Thank you so much for coming on a long walk to Cleveland. Yeah, no problem. OnlyFans is kind of the new buzzword that uh, is kind of floating around right now, and everybody is talking about it. I don't think there's a lot of people that know what it is, other than it's where sometimes people go to get down. (laughs) Yeah, um, so what it is, it's just an online platform um, that you go on, um, you have an account, and really, technically, it can be used for anything that people just want to pay to see you do. So there are accounts on there where people are paying for, you know, to watch you work out or watch you make stuff. Um, But it is also very commonly used for people to sell pictures of themselves um, or people can feel safe and and, um, sell content that maybe they don't want to put directly online or on Facebook or anything like that, um, where people can go and they can subscribe to you and just give you requests for what they want to see. Yeah. And it feels kind of weird. You almost feel bad for the people that were just putting it out online for free all those years. You know, you're like, what a bunch <laughs> yeah. of suckers. You guys could have been making money on this. Right. Yeah. I'm sure they've got people in their DMs still still asking for those requests. Yeah. So, Lola, how did you get started in this? Um, so I literally I just went online um, I went on to OnlyFans.com. There's an app for it. Mm-hmm. And I just created an account. Um, and kind of started posting pictures. I also advertise via people I know. Um, I used to do burlesque, so people that would come and watch me do that, I kind of let them know, like, hey, this is a new platform that I'm using. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want to see any more of my content, you can go to this link. You can follow me there. Um, A lot of word of mouth. And then um, Instagram is also used for advertising. So that's kind of how I got started. Yeah. Well, I I know that like that's the physical way that you got started, but what brought Mm -hmm. you to doing... OnlyFans, or like, I guess, yeah. I guess not even so much OnlyFans, but maybe just starting to dip your toe into that realm a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
Um, well, like I said, I used to do burlesque and I found it was really, really fun. Um, I enjoyed being able to do the fun costumes, um, you know, have the people kind of give you that fun attention in a way that is consensual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's fun for both parties. Um, I also personally just had a lot of people, like I said, people in DMs just requesting um, that I send them more personalized pictures or videos or anything like that. So I kind of just decided instead of sending it out online um, on things that could be easily hacked, I would I just wanted to go with like a more secure platform where I know that I will be protected and also um, people that are subscribing are also protected. Yeah. So how does that work? Is, uh, is there a capability where somebody could possibly record the content that you give to them and then they can share that? Is, or is there like a, because I know if you were to like pull up Netflix on your phone, your iPhone won't mm-hmm. allow you to record the screen. Does, does OnlyFans have a, a, I guess, I see, I know nothing about it. That's why I'm glad you came on yeah. to kind of explain it a little yeah. bit. Um, so all of our um, pictures, all of our content is automatically watermarked. So if they did do that, it would still have our mark at the bottom. Okay. Um, and legally, if that got out, I would have grounds to sue them. And OnlyFans would, um, in our, like, the contract that you sign, they support you and it's illegal to share any of that content. Um, so you're more, it could potentially get out, but you have a little bit more of, of a ground to stand on when it comes to keeping yourself protected. Yeah. I was wondering about that because even like Snapchat, for the longest time, I was mm-hmm. like, they're like, it disappears. I was like, I know, but I can't scrub it from my eyes. <laughs> it's in my brain. It'll always be there. Now, do you have like friends and family that are aware of this or do, does anybody quite possibly that you know in your world that's outside of the burlesque or outside of your friends? I mean, you know, do you have a boss that subscribes to you on OnlyFans? Um, I, I do have other coworkers that subscribe to me. Um, How's that around then, the water cooler? Um, <laughs> uh, actually, they, they just messaged me and they're like, hey, I found this page. Like, is it, is, are you okay with this? So they were, they were pretty good about it. Um, so that's the only reason I know because all of their usernames are anonymous. I don't know the real names of anyone who subscribes. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that I have a few friends that have told me. Um, my family members know. Of course, they don't subscribe. But um, they are aware, um, like I have younger brothers who are aware and super supportive of it. Uh, my parents don't know because that'd just be weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially if the, it gets out with the old man's group of friends. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that, that I might be like, you know what? I, that's okay. I'm uncomfortable with that one. <laughs> yeah. Now, can you see who subscribes to you? Um, I can see their profile. Um, most people don't have like a profile picture. Yeah. Um, and most people use like a fake, like a nickname or something like that. You know, like on video games when you have like your fake username, um, that's more along the, the content. So mm-hmm. I can see, but I don't actually know who they are. Okay. So any kids or uh, any, you know, husband or boyfriend or anything? Nope, neither. Um, no kids, no boyfriend. <laughs> right on. Okay. Well, I, I feel like it's it's such a fascinating new realm, and I've always been a big you know proponent of. I know you're not going down this route, but what's wrong with a guy paying a girl or vice versa to get busy every once in a while? You know, it's like yeah. I own my own body; they own their own body. It's a piece of me that they would like to pay for. I'm willing to do it. Why does there need to be this sort of legality between the two of us? You know, if I'm a consenting adult and I'm of mind and body and as are they, then why is this, you know, they always, you know, bring up that old adage, like, it's the oldest profession in the world. And you're like, well, yeah, exactly. And I feel like there's places out there and we're probably 
on the cusp of this thing being 1,000% legal across the board. Because look how long it took for us to get weed, you know, on the other side of the law. (laughs) And I think we're almost there everywhere. I mean, Minnesota itself is really going to start pushing for legalized marijuana in the next two years. And I'm glad we're sort of getting there. So I feel like this could possibly be that that first gateway of us getting to that next place. And as long as it's done, you know, respectfully, and I'm not like a big fan of... You know, the uh, of the sex trafficking and I I get that there's a whole different side of it that needs to be regulated. But if we're, Mm -hmm. you know, going to go ahead and allow for these, I don't know, I just feel like there's a missed opportunity for not only a a tax revenue, um, but also to maybe blow off a little bit of steam. You know, maybe we would have. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, nope. I was just agreeing. Yeah, I, I think maybe if there was on a Friday, if a, a single guy at the end of the work week, you know, might have an opportunity to go out and have a couple of beers and then swing on into the brothel and let out a little aggression, maybe we'd have less fistfights in the street. Like maybe we would have less domestic arguments at Thanksgiving, <laughs> you know, like we were all yeah. getting some. I, I don't know. I, I, know. I, I, yeah, I feel I, like people are are still, they think it's so taboo and and yeah, I agree. If it's, you know, two consensual adults, then what's the problem? And I, I think honestly legalizing it would probably help lower the human trafficking because people are not having to be so secretive and not having to go through these other routes. They can just legally go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I know like they, there are arguments they bring up where people will say, well, you're going to legalize, you know, consensual, you know, homosexual and heterosexual sex. But what about the guy that wants to get it on with such and such? You know, it's a slippery slope. Like next thing you know, people are going to be marrying their dogs. And it's like, well, dude, don't blow this thing out of proportion, okay? Like, it's just going to be, you know, most people who would partake in this are already partaking in it anyway, you know? That's the thing yeah. about legalized weed is they're like, what about the children? You're like, children aren't smoking weed, <laughs> you know? <laughs> the, pe- the people who want to smoke it when it becomes legal are the same people that are smoking it while it's illegal. So, exactly. yeah. I, I, well, I, I applaud you. Uh, I think it's fantastic. Um I don't know if I'm ready to go down that realm of getting an OnlyFans uh, profile <laughs> page yet. Uh, and not for, you know, the production of content, but more so for the viewing of content. Um, but I do applaud it, and I think it's great, and I wish you the best. How many subscribers do you have already? Thank you. Um, so I've been doing it about two months, and I currently have 12 subscribers. Okay. Um, so they pay a monthly fee, and then they tip based on their request, um, what it is exactly they're asking for. They'll send a certain amount. And what's the monthly subscription fee? Um, for mine, it's only $5. Some are free. Some um, are like up to 10 or 15 It really depends. I don't do any X-rated content on mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have that lower fee just because I'm not going to be going quite as far as some viewers would like me to. Yeah. Well, well good on you. It's nice to have a gal with morals. <laughs> <laughs> well, where can people find you? Um, yeah, so you can find me um, on OnlyFans.com slash LookIt'sLola. I'm also on Instagram with LookIt'sLola as well, and it'll have the link to my OnlyFans pages there as well. Excellent. All right, Lola. Well, best of luck to you in the future, and hopefully we'll have you back on a, a, a long walk to Cleveland, right? All right. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. You have a good time. All right, everybody. Well, that does it. Uh, I'm out of here for the rest of the weekend. Enjoy. We'll come back on Monday and take another long walk to Cleveland. <laughs>
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.